The views expressed in this interview are those of the individuals and do not reflect the official policy or position of the U.S. government, the Department of Defense, the U.S. Navy, or the Naval Postgraduate School. Welcome to the Trident Room, brewer of stout conversation, unfiltered and on tap. On today's episode, Trident Room host Michael Gannon sits down with Dr. Michael Augustin. I want to say thank you for, for joining us today. Uh, thank you for... Uh, for taking the time. Thank you for being so supportive on a random student from a different department just asking uh, random questions. Being a researcher, one of the necessary features also is not to be afraid. Yeah. No, you got it. You, you know. Okay, now I will say something about it. Yeah. And hold tight. Yeah, are you ready? All right. Okay, so if we are talking about behavior and modeling behaviors. All right. What is politics? Behaviors. Okay, so we can make politics precise science. Oh, ah, mm-hmm. oh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh. essentially it is, right? Yeah, I mean, what is politics? It's yeah. try to figure out certain behavior pattern. Yeah. There are different views, different approaches. Some of them may be better, some worse. Yeah. Uh-huh. But, but if you can build a precise model and reason about this precisely. Mm-hmm. Scientifically, what will happen? Well, in Soviet Union, I can tell you what will happen. It yeah. <laughs> was called such concept as gulag. Yeah, for yeah. people who tried to invent something <laughs> in this direction. What will happen in this country? Uh, I'm not sure. If you try to f- build precise science for politics, yeah. is it possible? What well, I think we can do... I think we could do something on policy on like if we are going to enact a policy first second third effects like instead of just policy it's all behaviors right yeah well not just single behaviors but like several behaviors yeah because you'd like to provide different variations of yeah but it's uh, description of some uh, kind of behaviors mp provides you with language how to tell it and how to describe and how to describe properties and make good questions and answers about politics. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah. You can imagine <laughs> what may happen if you start to talk about it. Yeah, I don't know if America's ready for good questions and good answers. Yeah, uh. but make politics precise science. You can put it in my interview if you wish. I'm not yeah. afraid. <laughs> so, yeah, one of suggestions is to use precise behavior modeling for one particular domain called politics. Yeah. Which is behavior. Society also has behavior system. We talk just the systems, right? And the essence of system is behavior. Society is a system. Mm-hmm. It has behaviors. And we can try to formalize them and reason about them and predict them and do a lot of things, ask questions. Yeah. Uh, why not? Much better. We are still trying to do it informally, but informal is informal, mm-hmm. right? It's just talking. But if you have precise and formal, which you can run on computers, you can right. check, you can verify, there's yeah. much more you can do. Yeah, and with cloud computing, we've got the, the yeah. you know, the, the computational know, power yeah. to, to yeah, I mean. Modeling biological system isn't trivial, but still we are trying, right? Yeah. We have some models of biological systems, which are not complete, not perfect, but still certain things can be done. The same about society. Nobody tells that immediately we'll build complete and full. Yeah. We'll build partial, incomplete, but still we have to try. 
Yeah, so you got to start somewhere. Better, yeah, it's behavior, it's system of behavior. And then we'll be able to predict and, and distinguish and so on and so on and so on. Maybe make better decisions. Yes, because behavior means not only events, but all the properties of events like cost, timing, probabilities, and so on and so on. It's all an MP, by the way, if you have seen. Yeah. Event no. attributes like time yeah. and cost, probabilities, you can evaluate and estimate. Yeah. When you have model of behavior, you can estimate costs, timing, yeah, and the, so on. And, I mean, it'd be great for business students to do well, a model of uh, cost-benefit analysis well, if we do... the concept of business process. Yeah. yeah. UAMP, 100%. Yeah. And Before it's... All the entry, but, but difference is the business process now are semi-formal. With mm -hmm. natural language, with FMP, if you're precise formal, can be run on computers, analyzed, and much more, right? Yeah. It's like wheel. Uh, with wheel, you can uh, do lots of a things. little bit better, right? Yeah. Still cannot solve all problems, but it's better to have wheel never without it. <laughs> all right. <laughs> yes. For it. But the uh, deal, you know, making politics a precise science, why not? Be brave. Try. <laughs> if you don't try, of course nothing will come. But try it. Let's see. What's the worst that can happen? I like it. Um, I'll, I'll use this podcast as an example. So event A is I stumble on to Monterey Phoenix on the MPS website. I reach out to you because I'm working on some sort of thesis. And I ask, can this help me model this? You respond. And now we're, we're, we go through the chain of events, the interactions. Then I ask a... I eventually ask, hey, would you like to do a podcast and talk about it? And now you have a choice and we have two possible outcomes. You could say yes or you could say no. Um, if you say yes, then it's OK. When do you want to do it? And we have and then multiple. Now we have far more. Can can we model the, the if, if I described it correctly, can we model um, the entirety of any possible outcome of that scenario. I guess you, you brought yet another very important concept here. Well, it is not just enough to build a model of behavior. With MP, we can do more. We can uh, describe the whole patterns of behavior, the whole s families of behavior. So when you mention alternative means what? Well, actually you were talking about similar behaviors, but they have some alternatives, right? Mm -hmm. You can do this or this, but rest will be similar in some sense. We can describe the whole patterns of behavior using MP. And this is also element of novelty here. Before, didn't exist appropriate formalism. UML may be one of the most uh, famous in some sense or popular, right? Uh, UML diagrams and so, but they aren't sufficient. And, and nobody uses them actually for real big stuff. MP, in some surprising way, simpler and more powerful. That's it. It is the same like, no, well, the people invented a lot of devices for moving objects. Mm -hmm. But the wheel appears to be the most general and simple and most practical. So look at this from this point of view. MP is like a wheel. <laughs> it is simple, but it helps a lot. It, it, Right. Helps you to build a lot of different devices for moving things, for uh, transportation, yeah. and so on. So that's it. MP is like a wheel. Simple, but powerful and useful. So yes, families of behaviors, patterns of behaviors, typical behaviors for typical 
domains and so on. Now we can describe typical behavior for, uh, I don't know, military, for example. What is typical surgical operation also? Mm -hmm. Of course, maybe very different in details depending what surgery you're doing, but a lot of surgeries have a lot in common also. They have patterns. Yeah. Pre-op, we need to check this, this, yes, this. And it... A particular ordering of events, mm -hmm. you prepare, you do, and so on. You see, this is what I call patterns of behavior, and they're useful because we learn, we accumulate knowledge this way, we teach how to do right things, yeah. and uh, MP provides you formalism, language, how to describe patterns of behavior, which itself, I guess, is useful, right? Because what is alternative? Just natural language? Yeah. Yes, but uh, natural language is a little bit fuzzy. MP is precise and supported by tools. Yet another moment comes here. You can, there are tools which can be run on computer, and mm -hmm. then you can ask and answer good questions using tools, which is much better method to do it just looking and thinking. Yeah, no, I like it. On Automation is possible. Um, I, I read on the website, it doesn't matter if we understand the system or not, everything has an architecture regardless if it's known or unknown. Um, if I understand the history, this was originally to 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 uh to to test and design software development to make sure we were we were testing yes. processes exactly so, so does it help so if we're modeling out a system or if we're modeling out a process or maybe like a, a military policy or the effect of if we do this or that um because we we describe things in natural language we talk through the narrative of it and then when we when you try to map it it reality doesn't always occur in that way like is oh well of course models we can build good models and not so good models and sometimes yeah. something is missing right well yeah. but you always can improve your model and nothing is ideal nothing is perfect as we know doesn't exist universal model of everything right so yeah you always have for different purposes you can adjust and change and so on but uh, what is important right so first of all you can describe families of behaviors. MP model essentially describes a whole set, maybe infinite set of possible scenarios. Mm -hmm. By itself is interesting and useful. But besides of this, you can describe not only behavior per se, what happens, what kind of events happens in what order, but you can also describe properties of behaviors. And then you can verify those properties using MP tools, which is new. And uh, now you mentioned all the yes, so MP actually has been invented in originally 30 years ago about, I guess, the first publications was in early 90s, even in 1991 or something like this. It was behavior of software, the first beginnings mm -hmm. of all. Because what is software? It is also compact description of behavior of computer. No more and no less, yeah. right? What is a software program? describes particular activities, right? Statement, execution, expression, evaluation, whatever else, right? but those are behaviors. And program, which is finite object, may describe infinite number of possible behaviors, but they have something in common, the structure. Mm -hmm. If you have loop, for example, then the difference will be number of iterations, but a lot in common, but you first check condition, perform loop body, again, check condition, and repeat, and so on, the behaviors. So MP came as a, Mm, formalism to describe behavior of software. 
in order to be able to reason about it, verify, for example, and so on. And then after certain experience have been accumulated, started to understand that it goes much, much farther than just description of program behavior. You mentioned architecture. What is architecture, actually, essentially? Structure of the system, but keeping in mind, system essentially is behavior. This means architecture is also, in some sense, captures behavior. But traditional architecture descriptions are not good for this. Yeah, certain things you can tell looking at architecture. Nesting, for example, right? Mm -hmm. If one part of system is inside another, this means behavior also will be nested. And so on, right? But uh, not too much, right? Parallelism, yes, but uh, sequences, yes, but... So traditional architecture didn't pay attention to behavior in particular. MP focuses on what is essential. Behavior is the king. So the language and all these concepts are focused on behavior. And this is good because it's essentially what we want. So architecture from MP point of view, this is high level description of behavior of system. And then comes, well, infinite, right? Because all kinds of systems and all of them have behavior. You cannot imagine system without behavior, senseless. All kinds of systems, all kinds of behaviors. And it's amazing that only those basic concepts, sequence, event, sequence, nesting, uh, are sufficient. Well, yeah, one more thing that comes with MP, which was missing in some sense, event coordination. Event? This is event coordination, coordinate. Mm. Okay. Then you tell, yeah, you have sequence of send events, you have sequence of receive events. Mm -hmm. Just sequence. But now you introduce coordination. First send coordinates to the first receive. Second send, second receive. See? See? Yeah. Put them in pairs. Coordination. This appears to also be a very fundamental issue. And it was missing in previous. Well, somehow people did, didn't pay attention that it's important concept in behavior modeling, coordination, that you somehow bring together sets of events and show relationship yeah. between them. And MP provides quite powerful language to describe different kinds of coordination, including precedence and sharing events. And they're very flexible formalism to describe all kinds of event coordination. Again, nobody did it before. And so far I see that MP is powerful enough and expressive enough to capture all possible coordination of events. I have not seen example yet that cannot be done. Okay. Um, you know, syntax aside, everything else, uh, the end product, it, you know, I, I looking at the graphic user interface, it, you know, um, block chart comes out, I can move and, you know, visual. I, I mean, I, I think the, the easiest part is it visualizes what we try to write out in in a narrative. Like it, if I was to describe a process, okay, well, like visualization is it, concept by itself. But again, why? Why we are so excited or interested in visualization? What do you think? Well, first of all, human eyes is a very powerful organ, right? Yeah. Compared with all the rest, probably eyes bring much more information. Yeah, well, for easily. Obvious reasons. Yeah. yeah, because when you look at something, 
flow of bits of information is much bigger, right? Necessarily listening or touching or whatever else, right? Or something. Yeah. Visualization is very powerful. And this is why we like visualization, so that we can use eyes to enter this information. Uh, it isn't MP only. Visualization is well known in, in software development. There are visual programming languages. Mm -hmm. A lot of different kinds of diagrams. So what is diagrams? All kinds, right? It's uh, foundation of each diagram is, of course, text. Yeah. All of them based on some textual. Yeah. And then you visualize the text and you can visualize it in many different ways, the same text. So that make it more appealing for your eyes. The same text may be visualized in many different ways. You can visualize just using appropriate uh, blocks and arrows, for example, it's one kind. You can use it uh, visualizing using colors, three-dimensional, uh, so on and so right. on, right? There are many ways how you can feed or increase information flows that we can consume using eyes. No more and no less. MP is not exception. Of course, there are a lot of visualization ways how you can visualize MP models. If you look at MP manually, you'll see there are all kinds of diagrams and no limit to this. It's by no way it is complete list. Yeah, you can always come up with a new visualization depending on what you would like to extract and what you would like to focus on and so on. But visualization is just typical human way how to consume information. No more and no less. Where well, a long time ago, I, of course, I played with visualization. I even invented visual programming language called V. It's somewhere on my website. Uh, it just, you know, experiment, you know, to yeah. play a little bit with this. So visualization is important, but it is just yet another way how to organize flow of information. So this is why Two-dimensional displays, of course, provide much more opportunities than the old displays, which was plain text, right? But yeah. there were times when displays were only textual, right? Well, we managed to work with them. To work with it. Yeah, and now I guess even possible now that you move your hand in three-dimensional, there are sensors yeah. that will catch what you're doing with your fingers, right? Yeah. yeah. And um, eventually we, we, we could have... <coughs> three-dimensional outputs of Monterey Phoenix to m make a hologram, so to speak. Why not? Yeah, so right. you'll feel yourself embedded somehow in this model. Yeah, and, and then, you know, interact with it, shape it, yeah, move, move so things around. Exactly, yeah. yeah. It, it all depends if you can come up with appropriate notation for this. Yeah. People will use it, yeah. yeah. Now, um, there's three ways of getting to Monterey Phoenix if, if you wanted to use it. Uh, there's the cloud um, that's for M yeah. like through the NPS, uh, uh, Monterey Phoenix, so called. Yeah, yeah this uh, Firebird. Uh, yep, uh, it's a free software. Yeah, and then there's display. a Linux. Uh, Griffin is, is the version. To, yeah, so to, you can install on your own computer. Yeah, and that's a Linux, Unix, uh, Mac uh, setup. Mm -hmm. um, and then what the third options uh, for larger systems, if I understand it right. Um, yeah, but it should be as well. Easy, you can either use online version, run it, right? Yeah. Or if for some reason you don't want to share your models, then you install your own, and yeah. run your own version. There are two opportunities. Yeah. Use public, publicly availed uh, Phoenix or your own. Okay. And uh, a lot of institutions in Department of Defense, National <coughs> Security Association, for example, using 
on three things broke, you know. They installed, of course, their own version. Yeah, their 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 web uh, their web presence not the same web web presence as uh, ours, so to speak. I they... don't even know how they do it. Yeah, yeah, but I know that they installed it. Yeah. I received some emails from them, and so they are using it for real yeah. modeling. Yeah. Yeah, which you know, if we talk through the concept of coin operations in military, I mean, it's all about relationships, and it's all about the the how we understand the interrelationship between, you know, the local civilian population, the government, the, behavior. Yeah, behavior. It's yeah. those behaviors. What do we do, and what what is the impact of this event? What may happen? What are possible scenarios, areas. and what are properties of those scenarios? Yeah. Is it possible that such and such thing happens or not? And so yeah, and then with we'll ask and answer good questions. Yeah, and it, it helps you, you know, model it. Um, so we've we've got the the secret squirrel people doing secret squirrel things with Monterey Phoenix. Um, what else has it uh, been used for recently? Um, or is there is there any Ooh, ongoing I, I uh, projects or it's now lives independent life but yeah. again online if you look you'll see more than dozen of potential users who agreed yeah. to put yeah. their uh, logos at least on the internet most of them are within government of course mm -hmm. but they're private companies are using and yeah and probably in other countries if i look at statistics what i have seen recently monterey phoenix website has counter it was about 500 hits in recent couple of years from different countries. Most of them United States, of course, but a lot of them come from China, for example, or even Iran. Oh, I don't know what they're doing with Phoenix, but they're, they're using They're it. looking at it. Yeah. Edge. Thanks for joining us in the Trident Room. For more information about today's guests and topics, please visit the show notes. The Trident Room has been brought to you by the Naval Postgraduate School Alumni Association and Foundation. For questions, comments, and suggestions, please email us at tridentroompodcasthost at nps.edu and find us online at nps.edu slash tridentroompodcast.